It's time now for the Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. To phone in, call 237-3767, 1-888-458-6926, or you can text short code to 35270. It is 12.01. I'm for the Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM, and 740thefan.com. As uh, Jack on the road, the Red Hawks, quick little three-game uh, jaunt to Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and uh, Jack joins us uh, on the road. Well, you've uh, so you've missed all the, uh, I don't know if you caught any of the, uh, of course, the big announcement. That's but, uh, Governor Burgum is uh, is throwing his hat in the ring. That's kind of that's kind of Dob. It's that's uh, brought a, it's kind of been a lot of energy has been uh, through that today, and and uh, and uh, no surprise there. So, I yeah right. We were kind of waiting for the uh, you know the official you know I think what this morning eleven thirty. But right the uh, it it kind of wherever you side politically, mm-hmm. you know this is uh, the first time it happened in my lifetime. You know I, I right. and I'm you know in all of our lifetimes that you never even thought about that you know heck i didn't even i should have paid more attention to probably politics growing up now later in life where you've got firm beliefs you know you know that you're trying <laughs> right. to think I, now you now you're like wow i wonder what would happen if i'd have paid more attention to politics. but yeah that that's it's it's unique i don't know does he have a shot i don't know you know probably not but you know his hat's in the ring and and i guess people are looking at north dakota or Trying to find out more about Doug and our governor, and yeah, it can't be a can't be a bad thing. I'm I'm kind of pulling for whatever waves are to come. Here's what I want to see, Brad. You and I were talking off cue from the political yeah. side. Just just get Doug uh, uh, knee deep in there into get into him on a the debate. podium. Yes, yeah, you know, get him into a debate and let him. Let him just talk about, you know, what he did, at least from the from the tech side of things, how he turned around. You know, that's what I kind of – I want to see him get that. It's kind of like having a local, you know, in the script spelling bee. You know, you're kind of nervous <laughs> for him, but right. you're kind of excited too in case they get the word or maybe they, they advance. You know, it's – yeah, it's one of those feelings, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I, I think the political pundits would say the odds are probably – it, not in not in uh, Governor Burgum's favor, but you know what? I give him credit for trying, and I get I would like to see him get to the podium and and you know get get him on a national stage. And but I don't know. That's that's uh, a pretty crowded field. But uh, we will. Uh, listen, you're not you're not here to listen to politics today. We'll talk uh, talk some well, sports here as well. I don't know if you want to talk about that or the Twins' uh, inability to uh, make solid contact. Uh, that uh, e- either one uh, could uh, bring the ire of a few. I who knows? There's. <laughs> you know, sometimes politics is sports, isn't it? It's in a like, way, uh, yes, yes. In a way, because I always thought this, like, like if you want to, uh, you know, you've got Muhammad Ali burst out of the scene, and, and, and I am the greatest. I'm a bad man. You know, and Muhammad came and hit the scene verbally and then backed it up, you know, with, with his fighting. You know, and I kind of look at politics. You know, who's going to be that? Well, Trump kind of jumped out. You know, I I don't know. I, I know there's more. There are bigger things at stake. Than a, than, a, than a heavyweight belt when we talk about politics. But it's like sometimes they mirror each other. Yeah, I don't know, Brad. I looked last night. Well, in fact, during my game last night, you know, I, I like periodically I'm going through the, the scoreboard as, as you would do. And, and I look back and I and the Twins game is already done. And I'm like, wait a minute. what? Two hours and there? seven minutes last night. <laughs> we, were done before eight, we were done before eight central time. <laughs> I kid you not. It was like my first look. I said, let's take a look around the American Association. And I'm going through it. Hey, let's take a peek to 7 nothing. What is this? That's over already? Is that done? So Elplin obviously got the job done. I, uh, you know, that's, but we had Dick on yesterday. And, mm-hmm. and it's not like they're facing a team that, you know, just a weak club. And and obviously Tampa's is proven it's it's worth it. They don't have to show me anything else. They've got they're legit. We've gone through enough of the season to understand that Tampa's got a lot of pieces in place, Fred. They really do, and they've got two solid uh, solid pitchers. They saw one last night, and Eflin really good. And you know it's a team that you know the the way they do things is probably a little bit different. Probably has to be a little bit different with the budget constraints and uh, the ballpark they play in and things like that. But uh, um, you know, Eflin's really shut him down. And, um, you know, the one thing, 
fundamentally they 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 make a lot of contact, but yet they've got some guys that can hit some power. They're they're really their lineup is very really deep. I mean, it's not just two or three guys, and um, and they just I I saw them. You know, they they got a run on a you know two run homer. I saw them squeeze in a run. I thought yeah. the, the twins couldn't do that without getting out of their getting in their own way. I mean, trying to lay down a butt and squeeze home a run, and they squeezed home a run. I think it was the third run in the third run or the thirty fourth inning. I think it was whenever they first got to to Louis Varlin. But wanted to play this cut. Um, Rocco Baldelli. What do they say? The uh, the first sign of uh, first sign of curing a problem is admitting you have one or something along those lines. <laughs> right, well, right. Rocco's admitting yet we're striking out a lot. The strikeouts they are an issue. And no there's kidding. no way around that. I think I'd be sitting here uh, feeding you something if I if I told you it wasn't something that we're thinking about and, and talking about. Because we can say, oh, yeah, we can still be productive and strike out. But I think, you know, the consistency at which we're, um, you know, not making the decisions that we want at the plate, it has to, it has to change. Because I think it, it actually uh, kind of bleeds over a little bit into just the quality of the types of at-bats that, that we're having. He's not wrong on that, but uh, I don't see any solutions to the problem. <laughs> you were playing that cut, and I was thinking of, uh, and I have, a, I have a counselor in our family that, that helps yes. people through their issues, my eldest sister. One of your sibi- uh, siblings, just, yeah. Yeah, one of my siblings, and, and I uh, I just think of, like, either all the twins that are punching out or Rocco just sitting talking to, you know, like a Kelsey Grammer-type figure uh, going, on the what, couch, seems yeah. be, what seems to be the problem? Well, we're striking out a lot. So I'm wondering if this is like a mental, you know, what what Yogi say, Brad, like 90% of baseball is half mental or whatever the, the saying went. I, I wonder if this is a a, 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 a physical thing, and then obviously it's baseball. You're trying to physically hit a ball, so I, there's, there's a percentage there. Or is it the approach? You know, if it's the latter, then we got maybe an issue, you know. <laughs> If it's if it's the latter of that, if it's the approach, you know, if it's like, you know, what are you going up there with with, with in a situational mindset to do, or if it's you know if it's that and and they're not making it happen, meaning you know guys on first and second, if you're not trying, you know, with all your might to to you know drive a ball the opposite way to very least get a runner over, or you know if you're not trying to lift a ball with a man at third, you know, in less than two, you know what you know these little things that that get runs in because the game's still about runs. Or if it's just I'm going up to get mine, if I strike out, I strike out. That would be the issue, Brad, and I I don't know where the Twins are with all of that. Well, it's almost like if you go back to 2019 when they had all those home runs and that approach, and, you know, Rocco made the the, the comment there that, you know, if we were producing and still striking out, they, they struck out a fair share in 2019. They just hit 307 balls over the fence, so that uh, that that you know canceled canceled some yeah. of it out, right? Um, but I think yeah, just I think now with the the different rules in pitching's just ahead of hitting right now. I mean, it just is. I don't know if it's a dead ball era, but um, you're seeing a lot of that. You're seeing you're probably more four two four three than you're you're not seeing a lot of ten to nine games right now with the. Uh, the way baseball is uh, is wired, these at least uh, in 2023, it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you know, and, and like we said last time, we got out of this woe is twins mode a little bit. Right. Uh, they went on like a you know five of six or what was it like six? You know, so I'm I'm sure baseball has a way also. And, and again, we keep reverting. How many times on the show have we said? Still three and a half games up in the, in the Central Division. That's exactly we, it. I mean, they're <laughs> right. They're, you know, they're thir- and that's true because I mean, every time they've kind of hit, you think they're going to hit, you know, they're going to start losing five out of nine or, or, or I should say five out of six or something like that. Then they win a couple of games. They win. They won a couple in Houston, and uh, then they, uh, you know, they won a couple of games. that came back against Cleveland. You thought, ah, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're turning a corner. And then <laughs> four days later, here we are. We're back to back to square one. Uh, do you think uh, this? I've got a couple of questions, by the way, for the test club, Brad. I was jotting okay. stuff down this morning, yeah. and I don't know. Uh, bought a six pack of buns from the general market across the street and some ham. I said, should I make a Ooh. sandwich, Ooh, how or it? should we think? Of some- how how was it? <laughs> not bad. They're not bad. You okay. know, you ever in a hotel room? The problem is when you're in a hotel room, and I'm sure there are a lot of clean hotel rooms, and this one looks like it's clean. I- I'm nervous of putting food down on like various sofas and beds and you know ah, well we'll get into that understood yeah <laughs> but here, here's here's what was running through my thought uh, i just diverted to a nestle crunch bar for lunch by the way so here's my thought that i that i uh 
that I thought about. And uh, there's a couple lines of, of thinking here. So maybe we'll just throw a bunch at the text club today and the phone lines at 237-3767 or 888-458-6926. Of course, Brad's in the, uh, the Gunnarsson Jewelers studio. I'm in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Um, number one. Uh, this maybe is all under the same umbrella because it's day two of the the PGA news. It's day two of the fallout, mm-hmm. the hypocrisy that is Monahan, the commissioner, and then he came out. And I'm only doing, and I only said at the time what I felt the situation was, and this has changed, and so it's the fallout of that. So PGA, again, you know, jumps in there with live golf. You know, Saudis, we went through all of it yesterday, and I thought it was uh, good stuff talking. My question for the text club today at 35270, um, odd marriages, um, unusual marriages, marriages that, Brad, you, you go, wow, <laughs> I didn't see those two together. Mm-hmm. So unusual marriages, and then it kind of goes in line with uh, with the unusual fit that we just didn't. We saw these two factions that were, you know, no live player will ever play on the PGA Tour. No live play. And then all of a sudden, not only are they playing, they are all part of the same umbrella. And by the way, great job, go get your money. So unusual marriages uh, would be one thought uh, going on. And the other side of that is athletes and and maybe we've danced around the, uh, talked about this before athletes that whether it be college or pro i guess to this day even high school that uh that you couldn't fathom to see in another uniform yet when they put it on after a while you accepted them i'm not talking about non-accepted changes of uniform or teams i'm talking about accepted We've never done the accepted part, Brad. I, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's also two-part there. Because the, the first part of that question is athletes you'd never thought you'd seen another uniform. And we've gone down that list. Kirby Puckett, you know, Cal Ripken, Brad, comes to mind. You know, that list. Uh, so I've asked, like, three questions there for the text club. Unusual marriages. And Brad will just sit back and count how many Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electras come in. To the text club today? Well, I I was thinking of Dennis Rodman. It wasn't because of the marriage to Carmen Electra. I thought who grew up with the bad boys and the Pistons ended up playing with Michael and Scotty and the Bulls. Oh, with the Bulls, yeah. Yeah. So so, so you could take it from the literal marital sense or or that. And then athletes, phase two would be, if you want to choose on that, athletes that, that you just could never see in another uniform. And then phase three would be athletes that you could never see in another uniform, but once you did, it, it, you were okay with it. It kind of fit. So, again, Brad, as you could tell, I, I was really, really pondering stuff during lunch today. Uh, the unusual marriages, again, you could take that literally, uh, but text in at 35270. Let's go to the last one first, Brad, uh, because what we're seeing here is is the acceptance of PGA and live. Yes. You know, it reminds me of the movie Back to School. Remember Back to School? Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney yes. And he's, he's Gordon the, Mellon. The, <laughs> he's, doing the, uh, he's doing the building dedication, and I dedicate this building to me. Anyway, the professor who's who's not who's not really agreement with the uh, Thornton Mellon being allowed in, and, yep. the dean, and the dean says, uh, I don't think you understand the amounts that are in that are in place. <laughs> And it's like, it's like the commissioner of the PGA going on here. <laughs> I think of Jay Monahan when it said, I don't know you understand the amounts at play here. That's what that situation reminds me of. But but the last one first, Brad, athletes or even teams that have moved to cities that once you didn't accept, but now you kind of do. So you get the angle on that. Athletes that have moved teams, but now you, you kind of you accepted them even though you thought you weren't going to, or even teams that have moved uh, uh, cities that you didn't, you, you maybe even angered you, uh, but now you've accepted them. That's That was my whole flow. All right, well, uh, we got some textures here. Uh, as far as the uh, odd marriages, uh, you can't go wrong with Julia, uh, Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett. 
Oh my goodness! Do we have a winner right? Do we have a winner right out of the? Boy, I, that might be hard to top right there. <laughs> that, okay, other than that one, give me the other top. Uh, no, that was legit. All right, I had a quick phone call there. Uh, Texture says Pete Rose is a red, then went to the Phillies. Oh, did it? Did, okay, let, let's go there. Did you with ex- a you know, quick boy, cameo big, with the Expos, by the way? With the uh, cameo, the Expos, the Big Red Machine was such a like that was the fraternity, right, Brad? That those were, I mean, think of the Big Red Machine. Oh, Bench yeah. and Morgan and George oh. Foster and oh, Ken Griffey Senior and oh, Davey Concepcion and yeah, I could go right oh. around, right down the line. Um, I'll that's give you, a good test. I'll give you another baseball one. Um, yeah, I think we all think of Wade Boggs as a Red Sox, but won a World Series. With the New Tam- York Yankees, with the Yankees, yeah, and, and also seeing him in other jerseys. Like that's the Tampa uh, Bay at towards the, the end, Tam- but yes, didn't didn't he look? Yeah, that's a great call. Odd with the Yankees, extremely odd, Brad. And then just like, did he join a city league team in Tampa? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, they were new. That's a great call, Brad. That's a good call. Uh, did you accept him as a Yankee? I think he just kind of it just kind of was what it was. I guess. Uh, I guess okay. I always if I think of him as a team, I'm going to think of him. Paul Molitor's another one. Do you think of him as a Brewer, as a Blue Jay, or as a Twin towards the end? Boy, huh. you know, I, his that this just came up. Where was well, I was in Milwaukee? This just came up, and someone was talking about kind of that question with me. And I had to sit back and I think, and I said, well, I always see Paul as a Minnesota native. But I'm not so sure. I just don't see him connected with Robin Yount when I think of – I just passed the park a little bit ago last night here in Milwaukee. The Brewers are home. I, I, It's tough to separate the monitors and Younts, you know, monitor from, from Milwaukee, Brad, even though it's mm-hmm. a, the Blue Jays certainly were there. That's, that's Well, a, I remember, um, like I said, when he went to Toronto – but I remember reading a story that Bud Selig was because when he signed with the Twins, they thought he was going to come back to Milwaukee, and Bud Selig got very upset when he decided to go back to uh, go back or sign with the Twins to finish up. He was with the Twins, I think, three years. Uh, I think it was ninety six. Ninety six, he got his three thousand hit. I think it was through ninety eight. So, but yeah, that he and Bud had to uh, had to patch it up a little bit there. It was not uh, not yeah. real happy. So that that three thousandth hit was a triple, was it not, Brad? Uh, yes, it was. It was in, in yep. Kansas City, if I remember right. Uh, we had a caller that uh, off the air said that as far as odd marriages it was uh, uh, Liz, Elizabeth Taylor, one of her uh, marriage attempts with the, what was it, the plumber? <laughs> yeah, she kind of went with Burton. You know, had Burton yeah, like yeah, a couple Richard of Burton, yeah. <laughs> and a couple of there that just went normal, like kind of went right. Just, different. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great call. I knew I, I figured the unusual marriage. Whoever texted in the first couple, it, someone went to Liz Taylor. Well, that, that opens up a whole, uh, I mean, God bless her, but that was in a lot of activity there. In the, in uh, the texter part. says, uh, lifelong Buccaneer fan didn't want Tommy, quickly got over it. And that was, you know what, that's, I would feel that way uh, with Brett Favre. I didn't really want him, but 2009, it was hard not to get caught up. And then, well, and then reality of 2010 came in, and then that was that. Was that. And here to that text at 35270, we'll reiterate this as you join us on a Peak of the Week Wednesday. We're kind of stimulating brains, and this is, the, this is going through my brain in the fallout of the live PGA deal. Um, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I don't know. Is, here's the deal. Did you accept Tom Brady because wins came? You know, was it easier to accept – Brady, because W's and Super Bowls and boat rides were, were, do you accept Aaron Rodgers now as a Jet because the the hope of something big, you know, uh, so do you accept him there? Or, you know what I'm saying? And so do you accept this, golfers, do you accept this deal because it's going to be better for, you know, in 10 years, this is going to be a flourishing sport loaded with money and billions and you know, all that, you know, that's, so I don't know, back to the Brady, do you accept it? It's easier, right? It's easier to accept someone that comes in your uniform after playing how, how many years in New England, mm-hmm. where it should feel really odd, like yeah. really odd. Uh, but you you don't have maybe that enough of a problem, because why? Because you win. If if Tampa stunk and and it just fizzled and flopped out, yeah. I wonder, you know. Yeah, that's very true. 
Uh, we do have a caller. Let's go to the phones. And caller, you're on the Jack Michael Show. Hello. Hi, guys. My name's Andrew. I, I used to call in all the time. I'm, I'm back. So anyway. Good. So the <laughs> hi, conversation Andrew. Is that, yeah, hi, how's it going, Jack? You're the best. Good. Um, so, okay, so the, the odd marriages to me, if we're just sticking to baseball, uh, Billy Martin, George Steinbrenner got to be the oddest marriage oh. in the history of baseball. Married and divorced how many times, but oh. it worked and then it didn't work. And even if when it was working, it wasn't working. It was just the weirdest uh, dichotomy of, of relationships I've ever seen. Um, and then maybe something that looked really weird but worked. I thought when Ricky Anderson went from the A's to the Toronto Blue Jays, that hmm. this is the one team that they win back-to-back World Series and nobody talks about how great that lineup was. I mean, John Olerud at first, you had Roberto Alomar and Joe Carter and all nice. these guys yes. playing great defense and, and a great pitching staff. When Ricky Anderson went to the Blue Jays, it, it's almost like everyone wanted to say, you know what, he's so much problems in the locker room, let's just send him to Canada. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it still works, you know? Right. So it Those still works, and he still wins. Yeah. That's a great well, call. That's Those are two good calls. The Martin and Steinbrenner, where would we be without It's almost like watching, what was that, Michael Douglas and uh, the Turner woman in War of the Roses. Yes. Or, uh, oh, that was Romancing the Stone. Uh, there we go, Romancing the Stone. Yeah, Romancing the Stone. That was an 80s Oh, thing. I thought it was the one. Remember, they, they lived in the same house. They didn't get along. Oh, or they yeah, fell off the chandelier. Oh, okay. War yep, of the yep, Roses, yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, great call yeah. on that. Yeah, Andrew, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know where you stand in the golf world, you know. And I, I, you know, I know you probably swing a little bit, and you're a sports guy. But that's what my mind was rolling today. That I get it. You know, Brad and I and Derek yesterday were talking about, you know, when there's dollars at stake, you know, money just tends to find a way to justify every everything. And it seems like integrity threw it, went out the window yesterday for the PGA. It just seemed like that. that so that's where my mind was rolling with the, the that on the on the. Well, it, money isn't the whole package. I get what you're saying, but it, it's also what is your demographic going to be attracted to? You can throw as much money as you want, but if in the end, the names in golf since such an individual um platform it's not a team you know it's an individual platform people are going to watch the names that have made an impact with them right uh, just because i mean bryson dechambeau is a you know a huge driver he's not really a great golfer he's just can rip it and grip you know grip it and rip it yeah. or you know so that's a name that people just get attracted to oh he's in the lineup let's watch it you know um but and so there was a lot of names that uh, well, were involved with the live thing that just because of the names signing that was the biggest deal. If they would have signed a bunch of scrubs, nobody would have cared. And they throw as much money as you want to you know guys that just would take the money. But you know you know what I'm saying. It it, it they, they with golf they they follow the names more than the the money. You know what I mean? Let, let me let me. Uh, and I appreciate Andrew's call at two three seven thirty seven sixty seven. Hey, one quick one here. We're also stepping in. Really, we're almost in it now. A post Tiger, and and I'm not so right. sure. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm not so sure the PGA, and, and it, as it should because you got Tiger Woods at its high, at its height. How tough is that to be the promotional director for the PGA? To, you know, <laughs> you, I mean, come on, that's that's got to be one of the cakest jobs in the world, right? But now, now we're almost post Tiger. So, you, you, do they do they have a Tiger? I, I don't know if golf has a Tiger. I, I wonder if, um, well, certainly there's only one Tiger. But I, I just wonder when they're looking in to the future and, and making deals like this with with the Saudis, you know, with the kind of financial backing. You know, thinking, okay, PGA is going to be just fine financially. We're going to build up, and hopefully, someone rises to the top. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I follow golf, but I don't think the popularity. Uh, there, there's not a tiger. A lot of great golfers, but I don't think there's a tiger in, in that munch. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good call today, Andrew. Good to hear your voice. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Yeah. We'll take hey, a quick uh, time. Y- yes. Go I ahead. Do, actually, when we um, we come back, I phoned a. Uh, clip here uh the pitch of uh, the commissioner of the pga jay monahan uh, some quotes yeah. from him that uh, i think might uh might stir up uh, might stir up the text club or the phone lines here as well and we've got some more text too we'll get to so unusual marriages is uh, like the first time we've ever had a three phase 
text text it's like a two-part <laughs> question here yes it's like nobody said there was going to be homework jack right. and brad and it's even i got a test on do i get into college after this you anyway to, the, you have to get a right to get into b then or how does that work <laughs> right right is this like a real id can i get a real <laughs> id after this uh unusual marriages that's the simple one that's the quick little unusual marriages um whether it be literal or in sport as you just heard with andrew there and then athletes uh, that have left a team uh, that, that shocked you to see them in another uniform. And then athletes and or teams that have left a city or a team and, and you accepted them. You're like, this. I'm, I'm good with it. I didn't think I would. So that's your three-tier, that's your three-level cake uh, today on a Wednesday edition. Twins fall last night. Uh, the uh, Red Hawks, ugh, we'll talk about that too. That was a tough one last night. One crooked five-run uh, one pitch away inning that, oh, man, alive. But game two tonight. And then uh, then we've got some all-star softball that's happening in a region. Minnesota sports is still happening uh, strong in the, in the postseason. All that coming up next, the Jack Michael Show from Pewaukee. Where am I? Pewaukee and Fargo. Morehead West Fargo today on 740 The Fan. Red Hawks fall last night, as do the Twins. Uh, Brad Anderson in our studios. Jack Michaels here in Pewaukee, Wisconsin, and down the road from Oconomowoc. Brad, real quick before we get back to the text and the phone calls today and uh, and kicking around, the uh, Hawks went down 2-0 uh, in the in the game. But uh, but I, I was happy for Bryant Salgado. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the, you know the young man. You know, had such a tough outing in his first appearance in Milwaukee a, a week or so ago. And then he bounced back with a nice appearance out of the bullpen uh, in Fargo. And then this is his third appearance, and they, they started him because this would be where Davis Feldman would mm-hmm. be pitching. And Feldy was picked up by the by the Blue Jays organization. And he really he got out of a little pickle in a second and and uh, made some pitches. But he looked sharp, uh, but uh, down two nothing. And then John Silviano decided to split the Wisconsin air with one of those eye popping opposite field ball disappears into a, a bush of trees a row of trees i mean just one of those he just cr- killed it i yep. mean it was on and then that uh then then the, then uh, then a five run crooked inning that that came where at the end of selgado's appearance last night you know and then you get a walk and then you come in and and the hawks nearly got out of it a uh, wild pitch tied the game at three and then it was that odd thing where a batter checks a swing brad and, uh, and you know, kind of the bat looks like it went around, and it looked like it almost hit off the bat. But the uh, the batter was also obviously struck by the ball. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where, was it a foul ball, or did he get hit cleanly, you know? And they think, well, they award a clean, you know, hit by pitch, and the next guy lofts the ball, uh, you know, off the ball right field, three runs scored, relay comes back trying to get him at third, ball gets away, four runs score on one swing, and, there, there it is. You know, it's at that one, that one little inning. So that was the scene last night with, uh, with the Hawks, and they'll give the ball to Corral Prime tonight for Game Two. And then the other Hawks news: Chris Coe says, and I've been getting texts all morning yep. of of uh, uh, designated captains. Now, you know, Derek Jeter, of course, was you know the captain. You know, that's 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 what it was. Um, so Chris Coe had a ceremony designating Sam Dexter as a captain. This is this is not this isn't hockey. You know, it's baseball, so it's kind of rare mm-hmm. to see to see that. And uh, I said, I've never, I've never seen that in all the years of the Red Hawks. There certainly have been assumed leaders. You know, I, I think one could say that Yoshan Medina was a pretty good leader uh, when he was playing. I think one could tell you that Zach Penpraise uh, was a, one of those captain type of leaders when he played. You can go down the list, but as far as designating Brad. Uh, captain, you know that's that's pretty high accolades. Uh, yes, yeah, very true. You think of that? I think Joe Mathis would have been a perfect captain for Joe, the uh, yes, you know, Red yes. Hawks team back in the day, and they're just just uh, just a few to, to go back over the uh, twenty plus years. A uh, question for you uh, with Feldman uh, Feldman moving on, Reed Burlingmeyer getting uh, his contract picked up uh, by a you know big league club as well with uh, they're yep. Texas and Toronto. Uh, obviously, that's you know that that leaves a void in. It, 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 obviously, with the draft coming up and college season's over, does that help try to try and fill that void, or how does uh, Coaster and Jeff Bittiger, uh try to fill that? 
Yeah, it's a great question. You know, last night we saw, because you're trying to find arms that can be, normally we're usually talking about pitchers, as you know, that that, that you leave, because you never could have enough of it. And, you know, like Reed Burlingmeyer with the Rangers organization, they said, you know, where'd they send Reed? And he was at, like, the rookie team, and then they went, oh, they're probably just keeping him there until spots open up in double-A, triple-A, and you're going to watch him advance. Usually that's what happens. And then Feldy threw last night. And he's an A, and, and he got knocked around a little bit last night. And I thought, oh, well, he's in a fastball lead. That's some of those leagues you gotta you got to spin it a little bit more to probably get those guys out. But you're right. You're looking at guys that maybe aren't drafted, guys that maybe fall through the cracks, uh, maybe even guys with those that have signed and fill rosters and decisions are made to release others, and you're looking for those those releases going out. Or you you, you look locally. You know, you look to the Crookstons and yep. Mankatos and, and things like that. And so that that is what it is. I know one thing, as you do, Jeff Bittergrove over the years has found a way uh, to 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 fill those spots. You know, even his son is is a scout now, too. So he's found a way, and I'm sure they're going to bring some guys in. And, and I'll say another thing. You know, they're getting healthier. Alex Dubord continues mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to get healthier. I know Alex wants to put some more weight on and get back to his strength. Uh, Rez Eliaziz, who's been out a little bit, uh, not fully. Now he's going to be coming back. And then, you know, what other guys step up and take the role? Does Salgado at his next appearance keep getting better and he finds that traction that they need? Um, Connor Richardson, Brad, here's what I love, and I know you do too, when guys make pro debuts. Yep. And, oh, I'm looking out last night, and it's great because it really wasn't a pressure situation. Uh, Minnesota Crookston. By the way, which legitimate baseball program that Crookston has. The D2 player of the year, yes. Yeah, Jelly, yeah. I mean, my gosh, they're they're doing things right. Um, Connor Richardson comes in the ninth, and it's his pro debut. You know, so I'm I'm on the air kind of doing a little extra loud. This is his pro debut that I hear someone going, this is pro debut. And you just want him to do okay. And the first pitch he throws – called strike and he's up kind of against the heart of the lineup of, of, of lake country and gets a ground ball again gets another out or then gets a strikeout then gets another out he faces three retires three uh gets the ball uh from his teammates and i thought this is why you this is why you love sports you know this yep. is why i love that you know just kind of put a warm feeling and i don't know you know the big guy that throws some strikes you know does that does that factor in you know, to the rotation. So, yeah, it's uh, – but I know you got you got to be one of the top four in your league to get in that postseason. And I know the Red – this is a work in progress. Of, it's tough to repeat in this league because it's not like college where you know you get – well, I guess you don't know you've got guys coming back, but you're pretty sure you got them. You can have guys back, but guys leave. Guys get signed, and, yep. and it's not easy to fix. So that's uh, – looking forward to, like, some of the young guys and whatever moves might be coming. Right, yeah, I'm curious to see as well, and I guess uh, if it if it has to happen, I guess you want to have a 20 games into the season instead of you know 60 or 70 too. That's a good because point. Because your, uh, the uh, the pool of players is uh, far uh, gets a little drier once you get a little later into the uh, end of the season. Uh, back to the uh, back to the text club and some of your questions, some of the unusual marriages uh, that yes. we recall. Um, got a couple here for Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Ah. Yeah, I mean, unusual in the sense that what? Um, they're both celebrities. They mm-hmm. were both high-profile celebrities, you know, so not unusual there. Personality-wise? Yeah, maybe conservative, you know, maybe Joe more of a uh, conservative type about his business. Uh, I know there are stories on that. Of, of, of There might have been some jealousies involved in that. That's, that's certainly... You could understand where that would come into play. Yeah, okay, Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. All right. Okay. Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Huh. That one I don't know is quite as unusual as, as some of the others. Well, Billy Bob. They're both Billy a Bob, different. Billy, well, Billy Bob does kind of look like the the neighbor from down the street that, that kind of hangs out by himself, and every now and then you say, oh, what the heck, let's go fishing. Yep. You know, that's kind of, and then and then Angelina Jolie, kind of the superstar, and this. Okay, I'll go along with that. Okay. Uh, unusual marriage. Uh, sports ones. Uh, I actually like this one. The New Orleans Jazz moving to Salt Lake City. No jazz in Utah. 
<laughs> Not wrong on that, Texter. That's Peyton, that's Peyton yeah, Manning that's and the Broncos. I would put that in the kind of the Tom Brady to Tampa uh, thing. That it seemed weird at the start. It by the time it was done, he just kind of went, eh. That that seems normal to me. You got it. So that yeah, for those that just joined us, that was one of the questions. The ones that that changed and you accepted. So I'm assuming that's maybe why that was thrown out. I think, but again, <laughs> Brad attached is the win, right? Attached is yep. the success. Yep, got him a ring. You know, is there any is there any one of those that where success didn't follow and you were accept and it was accepted? You know that. Again, going back to PGA and live in this thing, yeah. and, you know, those are great examples. Those texts are right. Joe Montana in Kansas City, huh? Because he did not get him to he did not get him to a Super Bowl. He got him to an AFC Championship game, or is it just the fact that maybe he was just kind of at the end of the line? Yeah, it, perfect example. Because I I don't um, yeah I have trouble. I, I don't really accept. I I will never. It'll be San Francisco with Joe. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a few others that Bruce Smith with Washington was weird to me. I think that, you know, I think and Emmett with Arizona and, you know, just Gary Payton and Carl Malone with the Lakers. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that was, was yeah, right. Ones that didn't work out at all, you know, I think, were, you know, because like you said, relative success with some of the others we mentioned, but ones that really just felt icky looking at them, I, I don't know. Right, it, it, and the moral of this, I don't believe you understand the amounts that are involved. We're going back to the uh, PGA and the yes. uh, the lib, but the um, yeah, I, I don't know. As far as the team, someone mentioned the Jazz. Yeah, that's that's it. That's legit. I mean, you accept it now. That's all you know. Generations change, and and you know there have been a lot of cities that that have you know uh, teams have have shot to other parts of the country. I mean. Take a look at the Rams, for goodness sakes, over the years, or right. the city of St. Louis. St. Louis Rams just didn't feel right. I'm not I'm not sure if the maybe the Las Vegas Raiders, if that still seems kind of weird, or if that will maybe just assimilate over time, and maybe the A's will be following suit by the sounds of it, and how, how oh. odd that might look at first, and then maybe over time you just kind of... I'm sure that was the case when we saw the Dallas Stars for the first time, and how weird that looked, and now 30 years later you kind of go... It's kind of the way it is. So that's a great call, Derek. Brad's right. I mean, how many Raiders fans do you? How many friends that are Raiders fans do you have? And and understand what that fan base is like. Yeah. Um. And to be a Las Vegas, I, I suppose there. It seems like they're still, at, you know, rabid fans. But that to see them not just John Madden walking with the tag on his pants in Oakland and you know all of that. Yeah. Oakland, by the way, speaking of. You know, losing franchises, yeah. So <laughs> that, uh, that's got to the point where it's not. I mean, it was kind of comical. Now it's just embarrassing. Yeah, it's a sad deal for sure. And I, I think you know the Raiders, and I think there's only a few that could the brand name could actually be much more than bigger than any city or state or whatever it went to, right? Yeah. I mean, because like you know, the Dallas Cowboys don't play in Dallas, right? Right. But would they be if they were the Texas Cowboys? Would it be? Different if they move somewhere south to offer them a multi-billion dollar st- You know what I'm getting at? Because I think yeah. the Cowboys brand would be pretty big. Same thing with the Yankees. It's the New York Yankees. But if they played New Jersey, what would you call it? Right. You know, just could like the imagine, Giants. It's kind of a weird. Imagine, <laughs> could you imagine the New Hampshire Cowboys? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just hard to. I think the Raiders are just have that weird brand that kind of can be L.A. or Oakland or Vegas, and yeah. it just it kind of stand out for whatever reason. They're the ones that can pull that off. Yeah, it kind of worked in L.A. for a while, and that's like uh, the one quote that Marcus Allen had. They talked about being the, the Oakland Raiders. He says, I was never an Oakland Raider. I was yeah. a Los Angeles Raider, and that's true. He never was with the Oakland Raiders. So, Well, the, the, the reason we bring this up today, for those who's joining us, on the fallout from the golf, it really was my flow chart of thinking is that are we going to look back at this and it's not going to be as big a deal as certainly the last 24 hours and the fallout and the you mentioned uh, Monahan with the 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 hypocrisy or the hypocrite statements and he came out with that well I was just saying by the time and from the golf world standpoint you're going to say okay the unit they were with the Saudis and the live and now we're all accepted and this is normal so that's why if those that just joined us we're looking at unusual 
marriages, whether it be literal or, or from a sports aspect, those athletes that have put on another uniform that uh, that just didn't seem right, and then those athletes or teams that literally moved to another place that you've accepted. Those are the three ones. Brad, did you see the – I got a text in here. Did no, anybody Gar- say – Kevin Garnett, yes. <laughs> uh, except – was he accepted, right? I mean, almost – I know, think Garnett, so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, certainly accepted. But, again, success followed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean – yeah, I think the ones I think of that w- seem weird are the ones that you didn't have success. I mean, Ray Bork going to Colorado, winning the Cup finally after being yeah. all those years in Boston, that worked out. You the know, SEA and with the Rangers? Yes. So it, those ones don't seem as weird to me as the ones who just – Deion Sanders with Washington seem weird, even though he played for a few teams. Well, you know? I mean, how about like when they tra- – I mean, I, we all know the story why they traded – you know, why Gretzky ended up with the LA Kings. Yeah. You know, because the owner was running out of money. But, yeah. uh, you know, but that didn't, I mean, it it kind of revived a, well, I would say revived, but it brought a hockey fan base there to L.A. for a little while anyway. And, oh, yeah. And uh, definitely did that. And then, you know, when he ended up always in St. Louis, that seemed a little odd towards the end. Um, I wanted to get this quote. It's, this is uh, Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, trying to uh, oh. kind of explain some of this. It's about a 90-second quote here, or actually an interview from the Golf Channel. Jay, the 9-11 Families United made a strong statement yesterday. They said you co-opted the 9-11 community in taking a moral stance against Liv. How would you respond to that group? Well, I, um, I read Terry's comments. Uh, I, I, you know, obviously acknowledge her loss and completely understand her position. And to the question that you were just asking, you know, I wish, I think about the fact that I allowed confidentiality to prevail here. And in allowing confidentiality to prevail, I did not communicate to very important constituents, including the families of 9-11. And I regret that. Uh, I, I, I really do. Um, but as we sit here today, you know, I, I think I think it's important to you know to reiterate that um, I feel like the move that we've made and, and how we move forward is in the best interest of our sport. We've eliminated those fractures. Um, but for for any uh, any difficulties I've caused on that front, again, I have to own that as well, and that comes back to communication. Have they eliminated those fractures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that, that, I don't think so. That, that's When it broke, that's the first thing we talked about yesterday. That That is just, uh, boy, there's a line that, that I don't think many are going to be able to get past that. I think we hear it even some of the golfers that, you know, as much as you want to repair fractures and the lack, I agree with the fact that the lack of communication, you know, I mean, no one likes this. Uh, everybody likes some transparency when you're making these 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 deals, because there's many people involved that it affects in some way, you know, and that's the uh, that's the deal. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's it. Uh, did you hear the pausing on Mount Head? That's how vital mm-hmm. those yep. words he chose were, guys. Yeah, that's well, right. Well, he was so frontal about, the, you know, the all this and, you know, criticizing the golfers the year before. That's where I think if you had been a little bit more, yep. you know, because, I mean, let's face it, there's just a lot of walks in life. We talked about this yesterday where, you know, we are in, there's a lot of business, strange bedfellows and a lot of things, not just Saudi Arabia and, you know, and, and many different countries with leaders that we don't really agree with. It's For me, it's it's tough. You know, it's, it's, it's really hard. Should he been then, to your point there, Derek, and I know we're up against a break, guys, but should Monahan then have been as frontal uh, with what? Because this wasn't like he didn't call, you know, those guys at, at, at ten thirty and have a deal done at eleven. It's like this had to have been in the works a little bit. Should he have been somewhat as frontal about this unification with with the Saudis, or would there have been a danger? Would it have been worse? Would it, would would that have built up like a tumbleweed rolling? Like I can't believe. What do you mean you're in a deal? And then boom, and it happened to all oh, you, you. Would it have been? How should he have done it? Right. Yeah, I. 
I just think it's hard to come back from that when you're, you're, they were so frontal. I, and I don't know. I think the anger was there so much. He's losing some of his stars that that's the way he went about it, right? And you get caught up in saying stuff that you can't come back from. But I, I when it's all said and done, though, I think when what we're going to eventually see is like the NHL eventually eating up the AHL, right? Kind of the same type of thing where it, it just it'll be forgotten because it'll be it's going to go under the umbrella of the PJ and it just it, they swallow it up essentially. However, they're do, going to do this format anyway. I, I'm not really sure. Got a quick uh, before we break, real quick here. Got a message in here to just to add a little bit of a uh, a light to it. it. Says Liv taking over the PGA Tour might been uh, like might have been like uh, what would have happened had the Dukes ended up cornering the frozen concentrate of the orange juice. <laughs> Where the hell is Beaks? <laughs> <laughs> got a couple texts. Got a couple texts here. This goes back a long ways because they've been in Los Angeles since what the early '60s. But uh, the of course, the Minneapolis Lakers now the L.A. Lakers. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, yeah. and accepted now, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and success just, and accepted in time. Right, yes. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I thought you were going to go Dodgers. <laughs> well, actually, we've got. Uh, we're talking about the Red Sox and Yankees. I thought with Wade Boggs, but you know, another one probably that sticks out is Johnny Damon, um, who won a oh. World Series with the uh, with the Red Sox. Was on that old four team, and later became a Yankee. What? Just two years later, I was looking back right. when it was. I mean, I. And remember him just as much as he growing coming up as a royal than uh, of course with his times with the both the Yankees and the um, and the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Well, for Red Sox fans, the Wade Boggs one was tougher, you know, because you know that was before they won the World Series too. So to see what was Dennis Leary's thing in that uh, breaking the curse or whatever he says, if my dad would have seen Wade Boggs in a Yankees uniform on a horse, <laughs> right? <laughs> he would have you would have went off. He'd have been arrested. So yeah. Uh, real quick break. Here's a quick question uh, for both of you, and I know this is going to be a quick answer. Uh, better chance of happening this year. Twins winning the World Series, Luis Arise hitting 400. Uh, well, it might be Arise. <laughs> Things are going. <laughs> 401 right now. Amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Ponder that. Yeah. Salt in the wound. Yeah. But, Ponder that. Uh, but, quick yeah, time out. We'll see. But quick time out. We'll come back and, and get you set for tonight and this week, right after this on 740 The Fan. Well, Pablo Lopez tonight. Uh, how about me? I just dropped that question came to mind because this is one of the, you know, the, now we're starting to see on Luis Arise, you know, those that are still hitting 400 at this juncture of the season. So kind of dropped that bomb on you there at the at the end of prognostication of uh, the 2023 baseball season. So good for Luis. You know what? He's a... Uh, He's putting her in play and, and making it count. But uh, 400, not easy, obviously, to uh, to accomplish. But let's hope the Twins can just get a win tonight against the Rays uh, with, I think, Pablo's going tonight, right, yes. guys? Yes, that is right. Yeah, so maybe good for get him to get a no-hitter tonight, just you know, to put that away a little bit. It only takes when I was chatting with Michael Dixon, our, our friend from Lincoln, the broadcaster, and Lincoln has just fallen on tough luck times of losing late last night. I check and see they're playing Kansas City. And they've lost just to several games where it's just been brutal, including the one in Fargo, by the way, that went extra innings. That was yep. a brutal loss, but a great win. And and last night I checked. I'm like, oh, great. They're in extra innings again with Kansas City. And they don't score in the top of the tent. So I kind of turned it off and jumped in the car and drove back to the hotel. And they won. And I text Michael Dixon. And I went, only takes one, baby. Only take, He texts back, <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back. And I'm like, that is such a baseball mindset. Yeah, you, just, just you, take... you just feel so much better about life when that happens. <laughs> like winning cures everything. Right. Like, we're back. We're going to go to the series. This is it. This is the time. And that, that's right. That's the, Welcome to the baseball world yep. and, and then sports world. No so. doubt. I uh, just want an update. Uh, I got state golf tournaments going on. Class A in Dickinson. This is you got five players that are under par right now in Class A, and uh, three of them are from Cheyenne. Uh, Nate Pearl is at three under through seven in day two. His uh, teammate Andrew Wilhelm at two under. So is Carson Scarproot out of Red River, two under right now, and they're still in their front nine here on the second day. Uh, Aiden Canodal of Cheyenne, Zach Scarproot of Shanley are both one under. So it's a nice tight race there in A. Uh, the B going on in um, in Wapaton Central Cast leads by 19 shots over Oak Grove oh. on the team side, and on the individual side, it's a pretty tight race. They're still early on. Wait for the update on that. No, Aiden Hall of Northern Cast, who yep, he is even through three. 
And Zach St. Aubin out of South uh, South Border is a one-shot back, but they are still very early on in their round. So. Boy, next time we'll ask the question, what family has owned an entire sport in North Dakota? Like this, the St. Aubins, yes. I'm assuming that the St. Aubins have done pretty good on that. Maybe that'll be a question for future uh Future shows uh, today. So, yeah, Boyd is in Wapiton and out in Dickinson. At, what is it, Heart River or a Heart golf River, course? Yep, that, you got it. Yeah, out in Dickinson. Well, uh, that's good. We've got twins tomorrow, uh, gang. And yeah. Then yes. Friday is kind of a large day. We're going to effort and see if we can. I know we'll get dug on the, the broadcast Friday night, but those red, those fans out there that want to pay tribute to, to a man that, uh, you know, was a character of the game, certainly, and put a lot of wins on the board. And, and, and you know, you think of the beginning of Indy, the resurgence, I guess, of pro ball in the in the Valley. Uh, Doug Simonick is going to have his number retired. So he's going to have, you know, his wife Stephanie and Allison. I think Allison's better have the family coming up. Uh, so maybe we'll, we'll get a chance to, to chat with Doug for a brief minute on, on Friday. And, and maybe we can open up Doug for a couple of, couple of stories that he uh, can tell. <laughs> over the other there's probably a lot of things on friday that we can get to on that so that'll be pretty good but hopefully uh folks can get some tickets this weekend it looks like the weather i think is going to cooperate too d and uh, let me look here i know it's supposed to be a little bit cooler this weekend um like in upper 70s saturday and sunday but yeah. right now it looks like mid 80s for yeah. uh for friday night yeah well definitely going to be just one of those nights you know those newman nights as we say those are going to be pretty special uh really kudos to the to the to the vast listeners of 740 the fan i think you, you nailed the question today there was a three we derek we were saying this was a, this was a three-tier question on the club today but we were kicking around and they absolutely knocked it out of the park into the callers we have twins baseball against the race tomorrow hopefully we're talking about the twins trying to win a series yes. uh, tomorrow red hawks baseball tonight 615 the pregame show from Wisconsin Brewing Company uh, Park Field uh, here in uh, Oconomowoc and Twins over on KFGL. So have a good Wednesday, peak of the week, make it happen, and uh, we'll catch you later tonight with Red Hawks Baseball on 740. The fan, Common is next.